Hello and welcome to the Traveler Podcast. My name is Gabriel White. I'm here with my partner Dan Garner. Uh, we're both from the law firm of White and Garner. Also with us um, is Scott Powers of the law firm of Snow Christensen and Martineau. Um, he will be, for those of you big Lebowski fans out there, he'll be playing the part of Donnie, who's wandering into a conversation that he doesn't understand. Uh, because we're going to be doing something a little fun this week. Gabe will the, be playing the part of the podcast. Uh, no, I'll be playing the part of Walter. <laughs> Donnie, you're out. Scott, you're out of your elements. <laughs> you're out of your elements. You're out of your elements. Um, Gabe does not roll on Shabbos. We are going to be doing a. We are going to be doing a. Um, a discussion. A, a fun discussion this week on. Uh, and we're going to start trying to start do this every every so often on uh, a great uh, legal movie uh, or a terrible one if we come across one, and there are many. Um, we got to start looking at some B movies. For yeah, sure. the, the, this uh, this week. Well, there's some there's some there's some prime uh, movies that make terrible legal movies. There's some great TV shows that make horrible horrible legal shows like Suits. Yikes! Suits is entertaining, oh, but that. from a legal from a legal standpoint, it is the worst. Any lawyer watching we got this show case today, I know. and it's going to <laughs> trial tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, and every attorney who watches it spends the half the time going, "No, no you idiot! No, no, you can't do that." Um, well, my favorite thing about Suits, okay, the okay, last I'll say, yeah. we're gonna get out of hand, but you don't. Donnie, you're out of your element. You're out of your element. Single conversation ends up with a walk away. It's like <laughs> blah blah blah. <laughs> turn, turn, walk, walk away. away. Yeah. It's very, I don't know what the dramatic effect of that is. If there was any, I think it's been overused. But but we're not talking about suits. We're not talking about suits. We're actually we're talking, talking about, about the verdict. A legal classic starring Mr. Paul Newman, probably um, a, a very very and uh, James man. and and in the role of the kind of the villain, um, James Mason, uh, written by in, in Mr. David Mamet. Uh, in one of his last roles, and written by probably what I'd consider one of America's greatest living playwrights, David Mamet, who also occasionally writes uh, movies and, and TV shows, and a lot of respect for him. Um, if you haven't seen The Verdict, it's got 96% on Rotten Tomatoes, so it's worth it, the watch. And it's very good, and it's very clearly... It is from 82, so yeah. my it, wife hates old movies, so she, I put it on and she was like... Really? I love that everyone considers 1982 to be an old movie now that I'm almost 40. Um, well, I think it has more to do with the lack of it being HD. or. Well, there's or that. And, and the other thing that I think gets people confused is that it's written very much in David Mamet's style, where, where he does not usually include... If you've ever seen Glengarry Glen Ross, oh gosh, yeah. or, or any of the other movies that he's written or plays... Okay, is that a good movie... Uh, it, it, it's it has an movie. excellent it a, scene. It is a better play. It has like an amazing scene. Okay, that that movie, scene that yeah. scene was written the just for Alec Baldwin. That's not in the play. The, no, yeah, the, the that's what I'm saying. Scene. That scene is. You talking about Coffee for Closers? Yeah, yeah, Coffee yeah, for Closers. No, amazing the, scene. And the, the rest of the movie, I'm going. The and, play is and, a lot tighter. Uh, okay, but I know you don't go to the theaters, so that's okay. Go to the theater. I'm just giving. I got wicked tickets. Oh, oh, wicked. Okay, all right. Wicked tickets. I saw. I just saw. Oh, good for you. I just saw the Scarlet Pimpernel at. Uh, so you. Hell. So you. Um, you only pick the theater. You only pick the ones that that would make me suffer, basically. Hey. Got, what was the last one I went to? 
I remember the thing I remember about when I saw Wicked, and everybody's going to hate me for this, and that's okay. You can post negative comments if you want. Is the thing I remember you when I like saw Wicked? Wicked I saw. I, I remember going <sighs> a lot during the what when I when it came to Salt Lake, and I took my wife to see it. Dude, this will be like, you know, the, but it's like the fourth. The, or fifth let's talk time. about the verdicts, okay? Because I know you guys are going to suddenly want to cut me off when we get to the time. To get so, actually worked on. So, so the verdict. It, it, one of the things that makes it feel like a little bit older movie is it's like I said, it's written in that sort of David Mamet style where he he doesn't like to include a lot of exposition or narration in anything that he writes, and he tries to avoid it, which it means there's no. I mean, you ever you ever seen a, a a medical show where there's a bunch of doctors sitting around discussing a patient, and one says, "Well, if, if you know, if we give them this medication, then this will happen." Well, in real life, every single doctor in the room would know that, and they would look at them and be like, "Yeah, idiot, we're all doctors, we know that," but they're really saying it for the audience, and that's exposition. But before we explain more about exposition, narration, and all of those subjects. Just a brief word from one of our sponsors, which we hope uh, you listen to because they make all of this possible. Unfortunately, most lawyers are never available when you need them. Many of them don't put your interests first. The lawyers at White & Garner do things differently. We take each case very seriously. We will always put your interests first. We represent people who have been injured in accidents, we also handle commercial litigation cases. Other law firms assign your case to a paralegal or secretary and put that person in charge of managing your case. Getting your actual attorney on the phone can be a nightmare, no matter how important your case. At our firm, every case is important and every client gets our full attention. We only take cases that we are comfortable taking all the way to a jury trial. Every move we make helps us better prepare your case for trial. To get the best results at trial, you need a lawyer that is paying attention and that is not afraid of a jury. You need the lawyers at White & Garner. Each client of White & Garner has access to their attorney at any time, any day of the week. You can talk directly to your attorney about your case at any time, day or night. If we do miss your call, we will get back to you within 24 hours. If you hire a lawyer from White & Garner, we will be there for you when you need us. That is our promise, and we keep our promises. You know, our narration saying, this is this, this, is this uh, character, and he's here, and this is why, and sometimes they incorporate it through that. David Mamet doesn't typically do that. You learn about the main character in the verdict based on what he does, the way he behaves, the actions that he takes, and the dialogue between the characters. You learn about very quickly about his situation, which also, I think, is what makes it one of the great legal movies because it lets, you know, the problems that he encounters in the justice system, some of which are realistic, some of which are a little far-fetched, kind of stand on their own. I mean... Yeah. Now, there's a hundred issues that we could go through in this from... So for those that haven't seen the verdict, it's basically a medical malpractice case, right? Yeah, run which, by... Which does do the suits thing where he learns about the case and trials in like five weeks. Well, he's, he's at... But, but he's remember, had his it, partner says... He's just, yeah, he's had it. And the, the premise is, is this is an attorney who 
uh, has been ground down by losses and by by and this is Life. kind of his last chance. He's yeah. he's he's alcoholic. always he's he's clearly an alcoholic. He's always drinking in the morning. He drinks on the first day of trials, almost late to court because he's he's, he's, he's pounding a bar. Uh, he's pounding a boiler maker while he's Play, playing pinball. Playing pinball. Beautiful. Um, and uh, you know, it's he, actually the most emotion I think you see in the entire movie is yeah. when he when he hits Loses. the jackpot oh, on the on the ping pong. Oh, or the not the well, and at the, the end uh, when he when when you know you get the yeah he gets the resolution he walks out but um, pinball or when he when the doctor when he gets a doctor who's willing to testify for him he grabs his crotch and jumps three feet into the air and screams woohoo. Because it deals with it, it deals with a lot. I like it because it deals with a lot of I issues. I remember that part in in an exaggerated way that medical. Kind of interesting that you remember that part. Yeah, no, well, it, it is because it deals to. with a lot of issues that that attorneys, plaintiffs' attorneys, in medical malpractice cases struggle with. I, you know, finding a local doctor. I mean, this is somebody that was in Boston. I think worked at one of the other hospitals in Boston who's willing to testify against one of his colleagues. Is is it just well, so rarely happens? Um, I mean, because and it saves you incredible do amounts have of to money. Do spoilers and, with this, you think? I, I think I mean, it's 1982. Will, if you haven't seen it yet, it's um, probably they're going to probably watch it though. Any that. spoilers that we may give? Um, I don't think we should do spoilers. I, I, let me put it this way: the, mer- I think the movie it's does inspire the tens of our listeners. The movie does end with a verdict. Know. To go tens of listeners. Yeah, the tens movie does end listeners. with a verdict, but there's a lot of ups and downs. Wow. There, way to spoil it, Gabe. <coughs> yeah, I know it's it's the trailer's uh, intense. That's yeah, for sure. The trailer's intense. Um, the and the movie stone. the movie tends to speed up as things go along. Um, it starts out a, a little slowly, but I think one of the things the for me that uh, while well, I was rewatching it over the weekend so we could do this was the scene uh with his client where uh it's he's basically saying his client or his client's sister his client's sister right well client's sister well because there's there's an emotional there's an emotional scene where he's with the client yeah the client in the taking pictures she's in a vegetative state that's intense for sure yeah so, um, but I was from the. I mean, she's obvi- she's a client, obviously, but she's not communicating anything because she can't. So it's the her sister and the husband, and the husband's like, I had to find out from the other side about the offer. All the doctors, you and the doctors, are all the same because you guys will make mistakes and they just say, well, we tried our best, but then we have us regular folk have to live with the mistake for the rest of our lives. And and I don't know. Whether the rules of professional conduct, I don't, I don't know their evolution vis-a-vis the time frame this movie was written, and so, or whether that, whether that was just a conscious decision on part of the 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 writer not to show, not to have him communicate that to the clients, yeah. or whether that was more common practice well, back then. Well, for me, but, it was more of a, you know, we can dive into the professional responsibility aspect of it, but for me, it was just a, it's a good reminder, and I think sometimes when as lawyers were in it all the time, is a good reminder of this is probably the most tragic thing going on in their life. A lot of times people's lives are going to be defined by before accident and after the accident. And it's a good reminder to remember that, okay, this client has had this tragedy 
and we need to give it the proper time and respect and empathy that it deserves. Well, you know. Yeah, and one of the things, one of the other things I wanted to talk about was kind of the response of the judge in the case. And it's interesting, and obviously the judge's behavior is exaggerated in and about three quarters of what he says on screen would get him referred to a judicial conduct commission now. But, um, you know, it does highlight the fact that, you know, judges, there are a lot of judges out there who don't like these cases. And, you know, I remember meeting a prominent medical malpractice defense attorney very early in my career before I'd done any medical malpractice plaintiff's work, which... I do very little of, but um, I have done some in the past. And I, you know, I, I said hello. I was introduced to him. I said hello. Oh, I've heard you know great things. You know that you won a lot of your cases. You do a good job. And he leaned down and whispered to me, and in my in my ear, he said, he says I represent doctors in Utah. He says I could sit next. They could put a shaved monkey next to a doctor in Utah and win eighty percent of the time. Did you lose, Gabe? And this was. And this was well. This this was I wasn't. This wasn't yeah. the context of case. This was like if he ever lost, that'd be a poor reflection on him. Shaved monkey is eighty percent. Gabe. I think he was. I mean, he's forty percent. He's obviously making a little bit of a joke, but they didn't shave this monkey. You know, the the de- the deck is obviously oftentimes stacked heavily against the patient in these cases, and which is one of the reasons why you see, you know. You know, the med mal defense attorney that you come up with may or may not be any good because they have the ability to rely on the crutch of the system, i.e. that most people don't want to find against doctors, that they've somehow been convinced that that lawsuits against doctors uh, is what's causing the rising cost of medical care, which studies have shown it doesn't contribute more than 2% to the cost of medical care. Um most jurors are not aware of that, so we have to do huge amounts of tort reform of <coughs> uh, war dire uh, when we're we're doing one of these cases. Well, that's based on the current system, though, right? Well, so no, if, that's if, if that's, it went up catastrophically, is it going to then add fifty percent? Okay, to the yeah, cost? sure, all right. There you go. That's the propaganda, but Winning. the the idea is is that this is a you know this is not the reason why. Yeah, this is not the big driver of medical costs for everybody in the system. And you can, you know, I've met, I've been up against some some med mal defense attorneys that I thought were excellent. I've also been up against some that I thought were excellent at the beginning of the case. And by the end of the case, I realized, because I saw them question a witness or I saw them do closings or openings, and I realized, gosh, this this guy is just terrible. Okay, hopefully none of those were from our firm. We no, I, I I don't think I've actually had one uh, with with your firm. Um, I almost had one with Terry Rooney uh, before he left, and and I really like Terry. And that would have been fun, but um, but uh, you know, you, you just you see that wow, they're not very good, and it's because they have this crutch to lean on. So in the verdict, but I, though, I very rarely run into the verdict, in the verdict. I, so I'm getting the defense that. attorney was like. The perspective was, or what they presented, was he was the man. Right, right. Well, and and you see that what the initial scene you get introduced to him, it's him and like fifteen other lawyers preparing right. this case. 
Whereas it's, on the other side, it's the one guy. It's the one guy and his buddy who's semi-retired and who's kind of helping him. I don't know what's going on with him. He, yeah, they do one research. Well, scene. and part of the part of the reason for why he comes off so well is because he's played by James Mason, okay, who is like, you know, he's in the same category as Paul Newman, Patrick Stewart, these guys who just come off as really powerful stage stage presence. So to have him be kind of a bungling defense attorney would be almost impossible. To have well, it, and it was clear by the movie what they wanted to present was David versus Goliath, right? Yeah. Even though, I mean, if you dive and, into that story, that's a whole, and, and that's Goliath, whole other subject. And, 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 and when Goliath but, was willing to bend all the rules in order to win if he had yeah. to. He bribed a, well, she's not a witness. He bribed she's a, a small. He created a, he, a, he's a spy. spy. Yeah. Um, he, he hides some witnesses. Spoiler. Some, <gasps> Spoiler. Yeah, hides some witnesses, does some wit- evidence tampering. See, I don't know. Is it clear she... I think she just leaves, right? They no. They, I don't they, think he had they, anything to they, do with the, it. The, the hospital moves her up there. Yeah, the hospital. Okay, the hospital does. Not, but, uh, not the I'm talking about the, the, the defense complex. The but have you, yeah. have you ever been on a case where you had 20 of your... 20 members of your firm, other lawyers, sit down and talk about one case? No. 20? Yeah. No. I mean, I, you'll see that in big commercial well, cases the, where there's $50 million on the line, but not in a med mal. But that's a... Like that. yeah, well, and that was kind of my point. It kind of portrayed... I think they're trying to exaggerate yeah, the, the reality. You might see... You might have three or four... And, and it exaggerated the other right, too. I mean, one of the first scenes in the movie is him trying... He basically bribes the funeral... Person oh yeah, when he's he doesn't have inter- any cases to get introduced to the widows. That was a good friend of your father's, and one of the sons is like, "No, you weren't. No, you weren't. <laughs> Who are you? Get is this the here. main plaintiff attorney guy? Yeah, yeah. he's he's soliciting. He's, he's directly soliciting, soliciting at uh, at funerals. Uh, Let's get into the other clients. topics that we have today. Gabe, how many funerals have you been to lately? Yeah, I <laughs> I, I don't directly solicit. Although I will say. If I had to, if I, if there was one rule of, of professional conduct that I could change, it would be personal solicitation. Not so I could go to funerals. Are you kidding? myself? hospitals. I'm not gonna. But, s- but I would change it to either say that 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 you could contact people personally, or I would say you can contact them. The same rule applies to insurance adjusters as applies to plaintiffs' counsel. So I gotta. So if plaintiffs' counsel can't can't contact them directly. Then neither can the defense attorney or the defense well, you, the adjuster who's going in. But the adjuster is already involved in connection with a claim potentially being raised. They're already on it. But if they're, they're if not, the they're not coming. They're but, not. No, they're, they're not coming. They're, but they're a, acting as an agent a, of their insured. But a claim you has have been no filed. connection. And, but they're you they're, have no connection. So this is kind of hitting close to home because I've got. They're an adversary. Though. So we got a letter. We um, uh, and I. Kind of have a attorney-client relationship with this individual. I, I know an individual, a friend, who was injured in a car accident, who is who who got a letter from a local firm that found out that there was a medical lien and they wanted to represent him in his personal injury case. That's legal. You can you can solicit by mail. Yeah. So yeah. he, he was very turned off by that. He's like, where do these guys get off? Well, it's and the reason they're turned off by that, but they're not turned off by the insurance adjuster coming into your, coming up to you at the scene of the accident or in the hospital and saying, hey, can you give me this statement? And then later using it to screw them out of money. They're not turned off for that because Tell they, the truth, bro. Tell the truth. Because they haven't had it explained <laughs> to them. And studies show 
consistently that people who are represented get you know two to three times as much out of insurance companies as people who are unrepresented. And so, you know, if if and we all know that's an adversarial relationship between the adjuster and the injured party. Well, of course, the adjuster has fiduciary duties to the right insurer. And so, why shouldn't it be the same rule? Whether it's a, a it's, catch it's as catch a, it's can, a different, it's or a different animal. It it really isn't because it is a different animal. It, Dave. it basically just says they can, the insurance company can go in and gather evidence. But the the injured person can have no Nothing one there to protect. No, but the insurance company is only doing that as an agent from uh, f- for the person who already has a contractual relationship with them. If you already have a contractual relationship with that person, well, then go nuts. But until you do, you should even though it, it may be a third party contract because that person happened to live in their home for six months, and so they're going to cover it. They show up. But and there's an existing relationship. You're yeah, trying to it's, create that's, that's a relationship. The, but that's there's not, not the an reason. existing relationship with the injured person. There's an that's not what I said. There's there's you're you're saying they should be able to talk there's to an existing, there, well, what I'm There's an is, existing relationship with their adversary. Yeah, not with not, not with, with the person. So like I said, for the attorney to be able to go, they have to have an existing relationship with the actual person they're speaking to. No, that's a different. Or it has to be an attorney. You no. The, the, it's the exact we, same thing. It's not the exact same thing. I mean, I'm not necessarily super against it, but I, I can see the policy reasons why they don't let folks like you go buck wild when someone's been injured. Otherwise, you'd have people knocking down your doors and Dude, being really annoying and you delving have people, into your... You have people, you have insurance adjusters that are going to hospitals and taking taking witness statements from... We have a case right now. He was like like out of a coma for like... Two yeah, hours. you guys are the same. You guys are the same guys that will, on the one hand, say, "Hey, we should be able to solicit because these guys are doing this wrong." No, we're not. And on saying the other hand, you're going to have. We're saying, yeah, well, saying, hold on, level playing field. Level playing field. But on the other, it's level. But on the other side, you're going to say that you're going to say these guys. They didn't jump soon enough because they have an obligation to get in there and investigate and to pay out. And gosh darn it, they didn't do it fast enough. So bad faith. They're they're never going to say bad faith if the difference is. You know, we waited until we were contacted by their attorney. That's never going to be. Or bad we faith. waited until we were contacted by them. Yeah, there, there's. That's never going to be bad faith, and you damn well know. You just it. need to write. You know what? You're. You, yeah. This is. We don't need. We don't need attorneys' powers, offices and You hospitals. right now are sitting in a canoe that is seventy-five percent full of water, and you're going down. You and know what? No, that's only you because you and, and your little and buddy Ben here and you're saying there is no the you and, you're saying, <laughs> and you're saying there is no water in the canoe, and you're down going down. Uh, I think that's yeah. a, that's an awful yeah. analogy. Okay, awful. You're, I mean, yeah. it's clear you're obvious. You don't want soliciting, and I don't necessarily. Well, okay, want I want it either. I say that from but, the perspective. But I'm saying of, level I, playing field. I've yeah. personally been injured a number of times. Yeah. And I, gosh, it would have been super annoying. To have, I mean, I had a couple friends approach me about potential lawsuits, and then one in particular that I was not in, interested at all in pursuing, just because of the various societal effects it would have. But you just say uh, no, right? Well, yeah, but but I did. I had to deal with one, and it was uncomfortable. I didn't want to have to deal with fifty because they knew that my meds were high enough. That man, this would be a sweet case. I don't but, want to have to deal with that. I ever, think society's ever, made a decision they don't want to either. You know, I've talked to people who've been called by an insurance company. You, you got ads. People know. People know they can call an attorney. No, it should be I, the I same. Think, I don't think. I don't. Honestly, I don't know if they do. 
And the the other thing is, they think if they do call, they're going to have to pay. They, how can anyone? I'm telling you right now, we talk uh, to people all the time. That to, they they ask me how much did the, is this going to cost? How me? much do you offer free? I feel like this is a Geico commercial. Are they living under a rock? I mean, every uh, single one of the advocates' you, commercials, one of the well, secret agents, hey, they make it clear that hey, you don't you don't wait, pay if you, unless you. Well, we, we, when was that time you watched a commercial Powers. that didn't affect you? Powers. Never. Hey, Powers. You never watch commercials. Powers. If you if that's what you really believe that everyone understands, then you should agree I'm that sure a level the level playing field would be fair. Because if everybody already understands, see, no, 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 then 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 we should be hey, we should, then level playing field, right? Because everybody what is, knows. What is a level playing field? What do you why honestly, do they need, I don't even why want do they the need, soliciting. Why do I just they need, want them not to be able to contact them and tell them. Well, that's, see, why, that's a why different issue. Need, hey, why, why, I think it's a different hey, issue, but I'm why, not necessarily Why do they anything. need special rights if everybody knows? Why do they need the special ability to be... They can go in and contact the in, injured party, but, uh, but we can't. Even though they're adversarial... And when because the injured, it's their job when, to when do the that under party, the claims handling on. rules, it's my job to represent not, injured people. But you don't have a relationship with them yet. Neither, you don't have a relationship with that injured person. He yet. does because they are an agent of the person who was. He involved has a in relationship the okay, with the, with the front grill like, of his car. Oh, okay, That's what he has a relationship with. All right, all right. The, the imprint of his face and the grill of the car. That's what the Welcome to the Gabe Talks podcast. Gabe talks. <laughs> <laughs> I've t- I've t- I tried there's to no, talk, but there's Gabe's no relationship. Talk. Wait, wait, wait. All right. Let Powers. Let's go. go ahead, Let Powers. Powers. Go ahead. Uh, well, I've already explained it. And, no, and Gabe's just going to come back and say, well, the level playing field doesn't let me talk to him even though go I ahead. want to have a case with him. You've got an insurance company that has an obligation. Once they're insured is involved in an accident with someone who is a potential claimant, they have an immediate obligation to get in there, find out, figure it out, settle it. It's it's written into statute. Those same statutes don't say, and you and, and you know you personal injury attorney, you gots to get there and get that information and make that money. It doesn't say that in the statute. So this insurance person who you're demonizing for having gone in and done what they're obligated to do under the insurance uh, under the insurance laws, you're saying that that somehow at the same time should give you the same right to be able to just pester the crap out of someone who's been injured with your offers or representation. And I think that what's happened is uh, the, the society said no to that. And the only thing I'll, I'll say is you're misrepresenting what the insurance requirements say. There's no insurance requirement that says you have to get in there immediately. Well, and It so says you have to make a reasonable investigation. Now, whether usually okay. they're still making the reasonable investigation months later while we're in the middle of the claim. I'll say, so we've got two, so, maybe two different issues here. On the one hand, I would probably agree with you that I don't think it's appropriate for for interviews to be taking place in a situation where someone is compromised or otherwise has questionable judgment. But how do you know? If, you if, you're, if you're making a phone call, how do you know if the person that you're talking to is has compromised judgment? I don't know, but that's something for the inve- the legislature to investigate. That same legislature now, we agree. has a claims handling practice it's in the bad faith claim ha- claims handling practice act it talks about the need for them to make contact to investigate you know if rapidly i can't remember the exact doesn't language. give it doesn't give any sort of specific time it you does not give a, a specific timeline but time. no it does not say reasonable it, it says you have to get in there i think it has some it is some implication that it has to be done quickly all I'm saying it is, is in there it, it is be, an obligation of these should, people and you're saying the they same. shouldn't be doing it when they're doing it well great it, maybe the legislature can make a decision to 
modify the way they're doing it now It'd to be otherwise great if protect an independent person. investigation, right? Yeah, there's no such thing. Well, but, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, but it, it's, but it, it, to me, it is bothersome when an adverse party who has fiduciary duties to someone else is doing the investigation, and because they have uh, fiduciary duties to these other people, they're going to ask questions that aren't they're you know they lead they do all sorts of things. They ask questions that the injured person doesn't necessarily well, maybe, think is important maybe what you or need, they haven't thought about before. Maybe what we need is a statutory uh, Miranda warning that these people need to read. Maybe that, that would be a, just, or something to fix the or problem. Or just let both could, parties talk but, at the same but time. having some experience in criminal law. <laughs> that doesn't work. It doesn't help. Well, Everyone, me, but you can say I get it. what you're saying, though. Yeah. Sure. Sure, sure. But, yeah. I, I think... I think Man, just, the just make them the same. How about the verdict? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're talking about his solicitation. It ties. It's tied in. And and there are a lot of ethical issues. I mean, we could talk this for is probably two, going to be more entertaining. Two or three hours about uh, ethical issues in the verdict because there's a ton of them. But well, the, yeah. But, my wife Brock, she was she was like, can the judge ask the because she. You know, the judge goes off on the expert witness asking him questions. Can the judge ask that? Can the judge ask questions? It's like, well, yeah, technically, yes. yes. Yeah, just not like that. Not like, like that, had, probably not. But well, it he asks him. He asks him. He asks him questions like, okay, but assuming setting aside everything that the plaintiff, <laughs> has, just, heard. plaintiff has told I'm you, I'm going to give you a if, very strict hypothetical. <laughs> was this negligent? No. And so you're saying there was no negligence? No. Okay. So you're excluded <laughs> as a witness. Negligent. Well. Huh? Simply driving car, no. Basically, yeah. Then you don't think there was any negligence. Like, so I'm going to... Wait a minute, wait a minute. And, and I'm going to strike all of your prior testimony. Given now. your... Yeah. Forget given what your... the circumstances were. I just want to know, is... The guy was driving a car, right? Yes. Is that negligence? It's basically, yeah. yeah. It was pretty close to that. So it's like, yes, the judge can ask questions, but not uh, in the way that he did. It happens, but it's... So essentially, reversal. the verdict. Good the movie. verdict. You would recommend it, right? Excellent. What is the verdict on the verdict? The verdict is... The verdict is spoiler. Is, spoiler. Is fantastic. Um, no spoilers. No, we're not going to talk about the end of the movie. But is plaintiff win? I, I think what you're. I, I think what you're asking is, do we do we like it or not? And I I would say it is probably it one great. of the best legal in terms of accuracy and in raising interesting legal issues that are realistic legal issues. It's probably one of the best that like I've ever seen. Like improper solicitation. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. Was there an insurance the, company in view during the solicitation? Well, no, <laughs> you, you you have no frame of reference here, Donnie. Okay? <laughs> You're out of your like a child who wanders <laughs> in, in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> v. I. Lenin, no, I Vladimir Ilyich Ulyanov. I think it's pretty clear that the solicitation was improper. But yeah, the, yeah, that was pretty pretty obvious. Bribed a guy, so yeah, it was. Uh, and let's not pretend that doesn't happen. No, and it was, and we it was. All know it does. Yeah, we all know that we all know attorneys who routinely break the solicitation rules. Not anybody in this room, but we all know people who do and have heard them say, "Oh yeah, I saw that and I called that plaintiff and signed him up and yay," and it just screws the rest of us. And and that's one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about it. Is I'm like, look, I don't want to. First of all, you I get wanna, penalized by, I want, by yeah, the rules. I, first of all, I want to be on a level playing field with the insurance company. But second of all. I don't want to be standing in line between everybody who's willing to break the rules because they're never going to get turned in. I mean, if the client turns them down, 
by the time they might get around to filing a complaint, they're not going to remember the name or the number of who they talked to. Like, so these guys never get in trouble. And I've never seen that in the bar journal. Somebody getting disciplined for improper solicitation. We'll probably get challenged. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how we got the advertising anyways. It's yeah, I, I think I, Arizona, right? I think there is there is some uh, some first amendment first amendment issues that um, it raises it, it raises that are part of the reason why maybe even if a, de- a complaint did come in it wouldn't make its way up. I think they don't next want time we should do time to kill or the rainmaker I or a few good men the rainmaker or Aaron Brockovich no. or. How about how about how about what, well We're next Starship our troopers. next our next mm-hmm. podcast will be a, a, a substantive a issue. It's a um, we're no, still discussing about the that. Movie. It's about authoritarian sure. regime. It's kind of it's true. Anyway, thank you so much for uh, tuning in to this interim episode of the Trial Lawyer Podcast. Um, we're going to be doing this occasionally for fun because. We want to prove to the world that yes, attorneys do have fun, um, and not always in ways that get us arrested. So, um, thank you very much, and we hope you will subscribe and rate us on uh, iTunes.